Welcome to the LarryInFishers.com podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. This is a chance for local people or people with a local connection to sit down and talk about what is going on with them in the Fishers community. This is a part of my local Fishers Indiana News blog that began in January of 2012. I started these podcasts in 2016 and have been going ever since. Now, here's the latest edition of the LarryInFishers.com podcast. I'm at the Fishers YMCA on 126th Street. Today is July 28th of 2022, and I'm uh, very happy to welcome Jennifer Mealy. Jennifer Mealy, is it Mealy or Mealy? Mealy. Is it Jennifer Mealy? Was I doing the pronunciation correct? <laughs> She's Senior Wellness Director here at the YMCA. The Fishers YMCA is part of the YMCA network of Greater Indianapolis, uh, so you're part of that network, and Jennifer... Thank you very much uh, for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Uh, always love coming to the Y. I've been here for many events. And uh, the one thing that has always impressed me about the, this this particular YMC is just how vibrant it is. You walk in here and you just sort of feel the energy every time you're here. I just want to make a real quick comment. And, and get, you can, you're can welcome to, to respond. But I do remember... Um, when I started covering the town of Fishers in 2012, before we were a city, uh, Doug Church, who was the attorney who was working with the town council at that time, gave this long dissertation during a council meeting about how the YMCA ended up in Fishers because, as he told the story in 2012, and the, you know, the Y had already been here at that time, every community in this area wanted the ymca uh, and who wouldn't right and and so when uh, you know noblesville westfield carmel fishers all wanted this but the y did uh, a study according to to counselor church and they found that this was the place where the the demographic that the y was focused on the the young families in particular although you serve a lot more than that that's a big core of of, um, of what the Y does. So just curious, uh, hearing that story, does that ring true with you? Oh, absolutely. And that's really the thing I love about being part of the Y and why I work for the Y and, and not just a gym is the Y really is a community. Um, and we, you know, we do, we have a little bit of something for everybody from, you know, birth all the way through, you know, we have a lot of active older adult programming and just everything in between. So there's something for everybody. We are going to talk about a big fundraising event you've got coming up on Labor Day. And uh, we'll talk about that in detail here in a moment. Bicyclists, uh, pay attention. We're going to have something important for you. Uh, I think that uh, what I find, and I drive by here a lot and get running around Fishers doing what I do. And it's, I was very lucky today because I was able to park my car close to the building. That's <laughs> kind of a rare event because this is such a busy place. Uh, just talk about, I mean, I'm going to talk about some specifics and you can talk about whatever you want to answer, but it just seems to me that this is always a vibrant place. And uh, talk, talk about the feel you get when you walk around this building. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, and it really starts, we open our doors at 5 a.m. and people are lined up outside at 445. Um, so, you know, it starts then. We've got the kind of mid-morning rush. Um, this time of year, obviously, we've got children throughout the building for summer camp, including one of my own children. <laughs> um, we've got active older adults coming in the mid-morning to do 
uh, aquatics classes. Right now they're doing them outside. And then, yeah, you're kind of here at the sort of time that we have a little bit of a lull, you know, mid-afternoon, just a bit. You can find a parking spot. And then it starts ramping up again in the afternoon. We've got a lot of high schoolers that come here and start working out um, in the mid-afternoon, you know, once they wake up. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. You know, my daughters are in their late 20s, but I remember those days. Yep, And then everyone coming, you know, the adults coming here to work out after they get off of work and then all of the sports in the evening. So you see a lot of families here in the evening coming here for, you know, basketball and taekwondo and cheerleading and swim lessons. So it's it really is. We're pretty much busy, open to close. And we are just a few days from the start of school here in the HSC schools. Does the wife, do you still have the before and after uh, school we do. program? We do. Yeah, absolutely. And um, that's that's something that, you know, as a, a working mom myself, I was a single mom for a while, just hugely important um, to, you know, give people a safe place to take their children so they can get to work and their kids can get to school and um, get their homework done. And it's actually something that is wildly successful. I know, you know, especially I think kind of during COVID and after that it's it sells out and the slots fill up quickly. Um, and we have to find new schools to have before and after school that. So, yes, that's a, a hugely successful program and something that's been a, a big part of our community. I've known lots of people to take advantage of that. So um, I, I just when I came here, I thought I've got to ask about the after and before school program. Yeah. So, so and you're right. Uh, it sells out quickly. And that's been true even before COVID. Yeah. Uh, in my experience, talking to parents trying to get into this, your title here is Senior Wellness Director. Now, I've got to tell you, I have seen the word wellness used a lot. Explain how the word wellness would be used in the context of what you do. Sure. So basically, um, when you think about um, the fitness kind of side of the why, that's kind of where wellness comes into play. So um, everything from our wellness center, or what some people might call a gym, but it's not the basketball gym, that's sports. Um, it's where all of our workout equipment is. Um, it encompasses our group exercise classes, our cycling classes, our mind-body classes. Um, and also, we have a lot of chronic disease prevention programs. So we have a diabetes prevention program. We have Live Strong for Cancer Survivors. That all falls under wellness. That's a big uh, tent to put everything in. It is a big tent, yes. How how do you get your hand in all that? I mean, if you think about, you know, working out in a gym, not a basketball gym, but a a gym where you have equipment and Mm -hmm. so forth, you do that. And then you're also advising people on on diabetes. You're advising people on on what to do about cancer and how to recover from a cancer bout. Uh, That's a a big, wide array of things. It really is. And that's, again, that's kind of what I love about the why is just, you know, the diversity that we have so that we're really just serving every. Everybody, everybody's needs in the community. And I have known that uh, the why the, the is at the center of many things that happen here. You know, I, I, I cover a lot of meetings both for the schools and the city, and the why mm-hmm. comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. In fact, the former director is now working for the That's city. That's right. So I know. There's a big, <laughs> uh, the the uh, former director here, Jake Rudd McSoley, is yep. now uh, uh, working at a senior level with the city of Fishers. Yep. And uh, has he... Have you actually replaced him yet, or are you still the uh, We actually had interviews this week and okay. hope to be making an announcement. Hopefully, I think by the end of this week or early next week, we'll know who our, our next fearless leader is. We'll look forward to that announcement. Absolutely. Okay. I'm just curious, when you think of personal training, I see a lot of, of that mm-hmm. when I look at what you do. 
And and when you think of personal training, of course, that's something you would be heavily involved yep. with. Explain what that means. If you if you want some kind of personal training program, what levels are available, and and what kind of personal training can the Y offer? Oh, absolutely. And that's again something I'm really proud of, especially here at Fishers. We have an amazing personal trainer team. We have about 20 personal trainers, some that have been here since this Y opened, um, and they really offer all different types of specialties um, and can really cater to different types of clients. So we sometimes have people who want to do personal training that are just starting out in their fitness journey and they don't really know what to do or where to start. So they need someone to get them going, um, get them motivated, show them how to work out safely. We have some personal training clients who are athletes who have a very specific goal they're working towards and they need to work on specific skills to improve the particular sport they're in. We have trainers that work with both youth and adult athletes. Um, we, as I've mentioned before, we have a really big active older adult senior population and we have several trainers who really specialize in working with that population and improving balance or working on um, you know, strength deficiencies and working on things that are gonna help them in their activities of daily living. Interesting. And that's, again, a, a wide spectrum there mm-hmm. because you talk about the athletes who are toning and, and getting themselves into an athletic shape. And then you have people my age who uh, maybe need to ease into it. You don't yep. want to just run right into a, to an exercise program. You want to make sure you, you take it in, in steps. And that's just as important as, uh, as anything, know, knowing how to take those steps. And that's where personal training comes in. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, One thing I noticed, you are right here by the Nickel Plate Trail. Mm -hmm. That has got to be a boost for you. I think so, yeah. I mean, it definitely gives us visibility. Um, You know, people walking on the Nickel Plate Plate Trail walk right past our lovely outdoor pool this time of year, and we see them coming by. Um, And, you know, we have a a race. I know we're here to talk about Mm -hmm. the, um, the Labor Day event, but we also have a Thanksgiving 5K road race that we do every year as well that um, now that that nickel plate trail is in place we have taken advantage of that last year as part of the route so yeah it's a it's a wonderful thing to have yeah when you're uh, when it's thanksgiving around fishers you want to make sure you navigate around the route for, yes this is true <laughs> i've had to deal with that and it's okay you know people don't mind it it's just knowing ahead of time but so now that will be integrated into the route yep yep the nickel plate trail is is a part of the route you mentioned the pool. The pools are always busy here. And of course, this time of year, and we're talking on a very warm summer day, that outdoor pool is, is quite busy. But you have an indoor pool gosh. that's busy year-round. Talk about the activities at the pool. Oh, gosh. Um, so swim lessons, which is, is really key. And you know, it's something I hadn't really thought about until I started working for the Y. I grew up in Houston, Texas. I grew up around water. Um, that was a part of my life living near, you know, the Gulf of Mexico and learning how to swim was just what you did. Um, that's not the case for everybody. If you don't grow up around water or maybe you grew up in an inner city, um, the why is really a huge part of making sure people learn how to swim, which is just a life-saving skill. I mean, it's, it's terrible how many children drown every year. So that's one of the main things we do is swim lessons. And part of events like the Give Hope Ride, we raise money so that we can subsidize those for kids who maybe their families can't afford it. Um, on top of that, we also have aquatics classes, um, fitness classes. You mainly see um, a lot of active older adults in those classes, but anything from water aerobics to, I know we have um, like aqua yoga and different types of mobility classes that take place in the water. We've also done yoga on paddle boards in the water, which that's really fun. Um, and we also have a really vibrant swim team. 
um, that really, again, takes the, that next step after swim lessons so that kids have a sport to compete in. They're, we have a very strong team. We've got some, some youth who have done amazingly well and gone really far on the national level. Um, and then, of course, just lap swimmers, which, you know, that's, they're here year-round. And you know, I, I've been told that swimming is one of the best forms of exercise. So about swimming laps, I've known a lot of people who get their exercise getting in the pool and just swimming laps. Absolutely. I mean, zero impact, um, you know, no, you know, much less strain on your joints. Um, you don't, although you actually do sweat in the pool, you don't really feel it as much. So yeah, it's a wonderful form of exercise. One thing that, that struck me when I looked at what the Y does, uh, is that there are a number of social issues that the Y is very involved with. And and it, you think of the Y, you do think of the things that you and I have just talked about, the, the kind of physical training, the pool, uh, looking at the body. But you, the Y as an organization has always looked at the person in a, in a more holistic way, and social issues have always been important. Talk about that. Uh, absolutely. Um, I know, you know, one of our, one of the things that I'm most proud of is we are here for all and, and we stand by that. We welcome all races, religions, sexual orientations, what have you. Um, and we really try to make sure that we stand up for equity. That's something that I know we're definitely working on. We have a new VP of equity advancement. Um, I was really amazed and proud when I moved to Indiana um, and joined the Y here that we march in the Pride Parade every year and we sell Pride t-shirts. And it's it really is we, we stand by by our mission in our action and that we really do make sure that we are welcoming to everyone in our community. I'm going to get to what we are really here to talk about, and that's the 2022 Give Hope Ride that's coming up Labor Day, September 5th. And, and just talk a little bit about it uh, in general. We can get into some specifics later. Absolutely. So this is a ride that was started in the Fishers community by two Fishers residents in 2009. And they were bicycle enthusiasts who started hosting an outdoor bike ride in the community from their home. Um, and it got bigger and bigger. Originally, it benefited um, St. Jude. And then I believe 2010, maybe they started having it benefit the Fishers Y. And as it got bigger and bigger and too big to really manage from their home, it became something that the Y took on and we actually manage it now. And this year it will be taking place from Oleo Fields right next to Hamilton Southeastern High School. Um, but it is, it's an outdoor bike ride, um, non-competitive, three routes. So we have a 20 mile, a 40 mile and a 60 mile route. And you choose which one you want to do. You can even make the decision that day if you're feeling up for it, go little further and uh, I have to tell you I do know there are a number of cycling enthusiasts in this community you will have I'm sure you've seen this in the past and it'll be true this year that you'll have no shortage of people wanting to participate I hope so. That's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what the difference? You know, to ask what, what is the donation you asked to make the cycle? Sure, it's a it's a forty five dollar registration fee. That's for all three routes, no matter which route you choose. That gets you a really nice soft t shirt, and all those proceeds go towards our annual campaign. Like I mentioned earlier, the annual campaign is what allows us to subsidize those swim lessons, to subsidize memberships for people in the community who can't afford it, and also goes towards our Live Strong program that I mentioned earlier for cancer survivors yeah i'm trying to think i mean i i'm not much of a bicyclist but i can't even imagine taking a, a cycle 60 miles but i'm sure for some people that's not a big deal yep yep for some of them that's just that's just a, a walk in the park <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to be 71 so there's not for me it would not be a walk in the park and i do get out and walk but not that much yeah <laughs> 
So once again, uh, the way you raise money from this is just from what the cyclists give you to participate. Absolutely. And we also do have a sponsor that's been with us year after year. That's Marie Holt with Holt Dental. Um, she has been a sponsor for the last several years, and she's with us here again. Uh, but we are still looking for sponsors. It starts at $500 to sponsor this uh, event, and you will get signage here within our center, on our website, social media. Um, at certain levels, you get on the back of the T-shirt as well and signage at the event. I was going to say, we're uh, recording this on the 28th of July. There's plenty of time for sponsors to, time. to yeah. jump in if you listen to this early enough. You never know when somebody's going to hear a podcast. Uh, I do think that uh, it's important to, to keep in mind how people sign up. Can you say you can sign up that day, but you can also sign up online, can't yes, you? Yes, absolutely. So our website is indymca.org. And if you go there, click events, hop on over to September, and you'll see it right there. And the reason you have the IND is because you are part of the wise of greater Indianapolis. So you're part of that whole network. And that's that's the reason the IND is there. But you are prominently on that website. If you get there, it's no trouble finding all the Fisher's material. Absolutely. let me just ask another aspect of your how you uh, run this place. The membership is also very important. Yes. You know, people generally pay for memberships unless, again, you're able to subsidize them mm-hmm. if they can't. But uh, just talk about becoming a member of the Y. Sure, absolutely. Um, so if you're interested in a membership – just stop on in. You could also schedule a tour online on that same website, indymca.org. But come in, we're a friendly bunch, and we'll take you around, show you show you around the facility, let you see what all there is. It's a big center. That's you know when I give tours, people are always kind of amazed by wow, like there's just a lot here. Um, and then happy to talk with the membership membership options. Anything from single adults, um, we have discounted rates for young adults, for students, all the way through um, our most common type of membership, which is your two adult household family membership. One thing I I know is that the Y has always had a very special relationship with the veteran community. Yes, yes. And I know there was at least one situation where the uh, city had a veterans event all scheduled and the weather was forecast to be bad and the Y jumped in and and was allowed uh, the city to use your facility here. We have plenty of room. There was another, I think, event that was scheduled for this facility from the very start. Uh, but uh, talk about the relationship that the Y has with the community of veterans. Here. Yeah, we do. We do have a strong relationship with veterans. We offer discounted um, membership rates for veterans. We've had several different events throughout the years, specifically to raise money for our veteran programming. Um, I had worked previously at the Benjamin Harrison Y, which is, of course, on former grounds of a military base. So big veteran um, population there as well. Um, we recently had an event at one of our Ys, which again, as you mentioned, we're all part of one association here in Indianapolis. Um, but we had an event on Memorial Day that was um, different physical challenges that again raised money towards our veteran programming to be able to subsidize programming for veterans. Yeah, I have a lot of uh, connections to Fort Harris, and my dad worked at what was then called the Army Finance Center. Yep. Now it was called DFAS. <laughs> and uh, he worked there his whole, most of his of his adult life really was was working and he he retired in the mid 80s but uh, i went to a lot of events when it was a military base Mm -hmm. and uh and when the base left it's interesting that that whole area has developed really as a very special part of lawrence and the y is a big part of that absolutely and uh, our neighbors uh, to fishers just uh, adjacent to us i've tried to think of what i can ask you i'm going to give you a chance to just add anything about the why about the ride anything you want to add before we wrap this up 
Um, I think, you know, just talking about the ride, I know that that can sound very daunting, um, that 20-mile ride. But as I said, non-competitive, families welcome, um, a nice, easy route throughout Fisher. So I'd encourage you to sign up. Come give it a try. you got a little time to train. So if you want to come into the Y, come to maybe one of our indoor cycling classes. I teach one Saturdays at 8.45 a.m. Um, I've been telling my riders in class, you know, a typical 45-minute cycling class, we're riding anywhere from 10 to 15 miles on that bike. It's not much of a stretch to get to 20. You might be surprised uh, that you're able to do it. Yeah, when I walk the trail, I do have to, be, as, a, as a walker, I have to be a little careful. The, the bicyclists do zoom right by. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to stay on the right side so they can go around me safely, and I don't have to, we don't have to worry about each other. But uh, no, by, I mean, it, and I think one of the things you can, you can talk about also is that you know people can, when it comes to the ride, you can get groups of people together to ride together. Yeah, absolutely. We've, we already do have one bicycle group that I know is going to be joining us. But yeah, if you've got a group of friends, a family, um, if you're part of a cycling group, reach out. We do um, offer group discounts as well for the registration if we've got a big group. But yeah, we would love to see anyone and everyone out there. Of course, you do have memberships. You have uh, fundraisers throughout the year. Uh, but uh, People can donate at any time. Yes, they absolutely. They go to that same website. They go to that same web- website, yes, yes. And again, I mean, we gave out um, over $500,000 last year in 2021 to our community. All the money that's raised here in Fishers stays here in Fishers to support our community. Um, I know that you know, relatively Fishers is a pretty well-off community. That's how we're perceived. But actually one in four of the people walking through these doors are receiving some type of financial assistance from the Y. So our neighbors do have needs and we are here to help with that. And and we appreciate all the support we get from the community. If you talk to people who do cater to those who are not well off uh, in Fishers. Mm -hmm. We do have people here who struggle. We really do. It's good to have you here and that you are supporting those folks. And there are others who can donate and participate in fundraisers and and help you do that. Absolutely. Jennifer Maley is the the Senior Wellness Director here at the Fishers YMCA, part of the YMCA Network of Greater Indianapolis. Jennifer, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the LarryInFishers.com podcast. If you like the podcast, please let others know. You can find it on most platforms where you go for podcasts. Just search using this phrase, Podcasts by Larry Lannan, L-A-N-N-A-N. Also, if you listen on a platform such as iTunes, please take a moment, rate and comment on my podcast series. So thanks for listening, and please be safe and be kind.